0: Let me clear my throat. Oh, yes, this is Jim Horan with the Keys Bartender Podcast. Florida Keys Bartender Podcast. Sometimes I forget that, don't I? Um, my apologies. Episode 279. We're going live right now. And uh, Yeah, it's a ballsy move on my part, but I'm going to do it. And this is the, uh, I'm going to go right ahead and say uh, the title of the show will be Oral Sex is Not the cause of COVID-19, and we're going to get that to that later. Um, this past weekend, since it is called the Florida Keys Bartender, we are having beautiful weather down here. I know a lot of people are going through uh, their own issues with the uh, shutdowns and, and uh, stay-at-home orders, uh, people opening back up. The Keys are and you'll hear this multiple times we still have a checkpoint we don't have tourists here but it's um, businesses are beginning to open up today they opened up um, the state of Florida and it's in the counties that are opening up regularly there's several counties that aren't opening up on that schedule because of the the high levels of infection but in Florida uh, Keys they are opening up we have uh, hair salons and all those different places, uh, barbershops opening up. And this past weekend, we went down to Marathon, Florida, to Sombrero Beach, and it was a beautiful day. It's a dog-friendly beach. There was no traffic, no tourists, just locals, and it was sunny, and I was going into water, and most of the locals down here, when the water's temperature 75, 76 degrees, they think it's uh, a bit chilly, and I try to explain to them that's midsummer, up where I'm from and I know places on the west coast and further north they're lucky if they hit 70 but it was beautiful it was sunny Uh, not too much of a breeze it's a beautiful sandy beach there's once again I want to reiterate about the keys there are there are no beaches down here natural beaches so Um, We were fortunate there's a white sand beach in uh, Sapporo. I don't know if they bring that sand or whatever, how it's caused. But most of it, we are a coral island, the Keys, and it's all rock. So it's kind of rough, some of the places you go out to. And whenever you get a chance to go to a beautiful beach, you take it down here. But uh, we are coming out. And uh, I'm dedicating this episode to ketchikan alaska it's kind of like the key west of alaska it's in the far southeastern corner the peninsula that comes down along british uh, columbia i think that is and it's a town of uh, about 8200 people it's uh, also a place where all the cruise ships come in and unfortunately i was i read. Uh, couple notes that there was uh, carnival and cunard uh, cruise lines have canceled their 2020 season uh, which is uh J- starting july 1st so i don't know what that means for the rest of the year but uh if it's catch uh, a can is anything like the keys they it looks like a town then you know got totem poles and Um, They got these kayaking. You go through these beautiful fjords and mountains surrounding it. And a quaint little town. And uh, I guess back in the 1950s, there were brothels there. Stuff It was like Deadwood. I guess kind of like a Yukon Territory um, place where you had uh, fishermen come in. And I don't know if there were miners and fur trappers and uh, shit like that. But uh, Kajikan, Alaska... I'm I'm going to reach out to them. Maybe they'd make a good Twin City for Key Largo. Um, You know, I did reach out to Tijuana and hoping to get a sponsorship from the Hong Kong Gentlemen's Club there, uh, the local strip club. It looks very, very nice. But um, we'll see what happens there. Uh, so shout out to Can, Alaska. I guess it's around right now since we're going live. It's probably around 1 o'clock or is it what? 1 o'clock right now, 10 of 1. If it's depends on what time it is over there. Alaska starts getting screwed up from West Coast time. I know you guys go further out. So the way we are right now, uh, we are winding down our shutdowns. But it still would be an excellent time. Uh, we don't have tourists coming into town. But if aliens or any of our saviors, like uh, any uh, people like Jesus, Shiva, Al-Ron Hopper or Zenu, anybody, uh, you know, aliens who would like to invade and bring a cure, you know, or a nice miracle where they just wipe out COVID-19, now would be an excellent time to do that considering the state of the world's economy so we just wipe it away but you know here in the united states we've had some people working on it we've had uh, televangelist jim baker selling the silver solution and the silver solution is made with real silver and bobby's distilled water and it supposedly cures the coronavirus hiv SARS, H1N1, regular flu, and the common cold. And um, I guess, you know, you could probably get the same amount of silver if it just took uh, one of those old-time uh, 1950s quarters and just sucked on it for about a half hour, if that cured it. I don't know where Baker gets his uh, thing from. It says it is lab-tested. So... There you got it. But there is, there are lawsuits against that one. And then we have uh, the televangelist Kenneth Copeland, who through prayer just decided to blow away the COVID-19 with the divine wind of God. So, and he did that, I think he did that in the beginning of March or mid-March. And, uh, well, it didn't, it really didn't do that well, I guess. And then, this is the topper. It's a great one. And you may have heard this one. Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson. Oh, my God. He is the best. He is the very best. So this is his line, verbatim, verbatim. Some of these youngins are doing all kinds of unnatural things with their sex organs. When people do that, they transfer all kinds of chemicals from ladies' private parts. And that's where I think the virus came from. We never had this thing when I was coming up. Uh, that's not true, Pat. There was the Spanish influenza in the Hong Kong flu. Uh, okay, so just, we never had this when I was coming up. When I was coming up. Which instead of when I was growing up. But he says coming up. Um, and his last sentence was, But no one was committing oral sex back then. Really? Okay, well... For the last million years of human evolution, you're telling me, Pat Robinson, or for your people, I know you—million years, you know, or million and a half years—you uh, think it's six thousand years? So you, you know, just humans just popped into existence. Um, so in the last, let's say, put it in terms you understand. For the last six thousand years, a man and a woman, or man and man, or woman on man, or man on chicken, women and donkey. They've never done, they never done anything. They never went south of the border, taken one on the chin, hit below the belt, contemplated the number 69, went down on each other. Now, what I did is I researched a lot of words. So these are the words that come came up. And there's, I'm going to, I have probably, I don't know if there's 80 different phrases here, but there's a lot more. And that's only in the English language. And they're the only ones I found right now so i imagine there's thousands and pounds thousands of words i hardly think if you think of the um the hindu book that they have um for um that's uh, the uh, oh god it's it's a book of sex whatever stuff like that the kama sutra the kama sutra um that's way behind your birth okay so they have that they have pictures of that pat and I'm sure there were some cave drawings on it, you know, not just a man with a uh, a gazelle. It was a man with a woman. There's probably Egyptian hieroglyphs, a Babylonian text, Dead Sea scrolls, maybe something in the original text, the unedited versions of the Old Testament. But let's go. I'm going to go and go through the list now. So hang on, this is going to take a little while. We have Cunnilingus, analingus. Palacio, blow job, ATM, which stands for ass to mouth, third base, you know, first, second, third base. So BJ Beach B E E G. Blow job blowy blunk blumpkin blumpy bob bob head. Clean the kitchen. Some of these are phrases, so really good. Chicken head, that's like a head. Family. Dining at the Y, which is the juncture of where the vagina is dropping knowledge dropping knowledge that's when you drop knowledge earning your red wings that's when that's a unique act i I mean if you know what it is i don't have to describe it to people listen eat a fur burger eat a peach fur pie eat out eat some clams get ones chew on i like that one that was a nice one give face go downtown have a box lunch there's a lot of, you know, symbolism right there. A uh, headbang, Hoover, some of these are oral sex with men, some of them with women, but just so you know, he said the oral sex wasn't going on when he was a kid. Hummer, muff dive, carpet munch, rusty tram- trombone, that's, that's a unique act. That's when you're, I think it's, you know, where you're symbolizing the trombone because you're working the front of some guy while you're blowing into his asshole. slobnob, Slurp the gherkin. Toss one salad. Salad tossing. You know, a lot of people don't even know. Lip service. Mustache rob, ride. Oh, this is where we got some nice imagery. Cambodian yum yum. Licky licky. Turkish delight. Fire dome. Licking out. Top off. Blowski, Lay Down Lick, DeFranco. Now, I don't, that's DeFranco. I don't know what that means. But three car garage. That's an interesting one. Mouth uh, Congress. Irumatio. Irumatio? I don't know. Coition. Jelly bead. New Old Fashioned. I like that one. Dirty Russian. Dental Dam. Road domes, honking on Bobo, Australian kiss, muck the barn, jaw, swing low, not to be confused with swing low sweet chariot, but that that probably goes, bush diving, lumberjack grand slam, that's a nice one, a wake-up call, tongue lashing, muppet necking, head doctor, Schwab, Arkansas Pork Roll, Snorkeling, FaceTime Downstairs, wow, French her Trench, Nerm, Rusty Anchor, Mongolian Slurpee, that's, well, wow. G6, Chewing the Choach, Whipping the Furs, Alabama Crab Apple, Bowhawk, Snicker liquor. Blow my booty hoe, lick the envelope, deep sea diving, the old 6911, 6911, I like that one. Going in for the six nine one one, dirty dining, eat my cookie and fellation sheep So, that's you know, that's just a little. That these are over years. These these are things they were talking about back in uh, when you were a baby, Pat, so um yeah, and it's been going on for a long time. They were talking, I'm sure they talked about in Boccaccio's decameron and all this medieval literature going back, so did Pat, this isn't something new. it's been going on a long time, and it certainly isn't it could be. Th- the cause of many stds or the spreading of stds gonorrhea chlamydia and all those things but covid 19 i think not so while i was doing that you know because i was doing research on an urban dictionary i found my name jim and um, the definition of jim is an individual of any age but most likely a senior citizen that is socially awkward in the use of technology and social media. So that's that's uh, me. And we used to do a bit on the Urban Dictionary, hitting um, you know all these different ones. There was this Cincinnati bow tie, the Cincinnati switcheroo, which was uh, this is where guys could really this is why we earn our bad reputation it's uh these guys came up with cincinnati switcheroo it's when someone's having congress with a woman and they decide um the lights are out and in the middle someone stops and all of a sudden another guy comes in and starts in well that's um i hate to inform you guys cincinnati switcheroo is um is rape because the woman didn't consent to have sex with the other person so, uh, but the one thing I do like here, the new one is, uh, urban dictionary one is summoning the genie, which I guess that's kind of like polishing the bottle, which would be masturbating. So summoning the genie, genie, there's people just, you know, they've, it's been going on for years. We used to uh, call when you would get sick after drinking, driving the big white porcelain bus. That's when you're, um, You have your hands around the steering wheel and uh, calling Ralph on the big white phone. So that's, you know, getting sick in the toilet. So recently I was asked a follow-up question on a comment I made to someone. And it was prior to a podcast. And it reminded me of a question I was talking to a friend. And a little over a year and a half ago, you may recall the story of the Thai soccer team. The, um, I think they were, you know, 12 to 15, uh, 14 years old, maybe a little younger. They were stuck in a cave, and it was the beginning of rainy season, and the water rose up, and the kids got trapped, um, and the water filled up the cave, and um, so their escape was inundated with water. So you can see how that happens. When you climb up into a cave system, they were high enough into the system, but the only way to get out, and it was really deep into it, instead of drilling into the mountain, they, they used divers. Uh, they, and they got them all out to give you an end to the story. Um, I'm surprised they haven't made a movie about it already, which um, probably in the works, they were probably going to release one soon. So I mentioned to a friend. I said, "Well, yeah, yeah, the soccer team—they they were stuck in a cave and they were flooded out." And she said, um, "How they wind up uh, wind up in there? Was it a bus accident? A bus accident?" And I said, "No, no, I think it was a um, a plane crash because they got really deep in there." I'm like, um, "What? You know, when I heard that bus accident, you ever seen that movie?" Austin Powers when he's doing his mojo dance for the Fembots, and the Fembots can't process the sexiness of Austin Powers, and he's in that his Union Jack bikini briefs with his hairy chest, and they start shaking, and her head explodes. That's what I felt felt like. So this past week, I'm telling somebody, uh, I observed there were higher than normal amount of roadkills, birds, squirrels. Uh, there's always a lot of these, um, iguanas, but then there were other things like raccoons and cats and stuff like that. So there's a lot of stray cats in there. And I said, yeah, there seems to be a high, higher than normal. And I thought it was kind of weird because of the traffic was light, but it was right near route one. So, and the person says, um, what do you think it was? The You think it was a virus? And I go, Oh yeah, the virus. So the animals, um, So the process, they thought, that the animals got sick and decided to come to the side of a road to die instead of dying where they are. Or they decided that they were in so much pain and suffering that they needed to uh, perhaps uh, kill themselves by throwing themselves in front of a car. But uh, that's not what happened. What happened was that uh, these animals which i don't understand the birds and all that stuff they were getting hit by cars maybe they're not they're used to more traffic and with more traffic on the road they don't even venture to try to get across it, the road but now because there's there's very little traffic they're crossing the road regularly and they're, every so often they're getting hit more because there's more animals trying to cross the road so but you know when it comes to follow up questions there's a low bar for that on um, move on from there but um and talking about a low bar i been talking to a friend recently and they were talking about how great the people were in their bar and how fabulous certain people were but i just remember it's all in the magnitude of where they're judging those people do you remember like in when you were a kid there was you played kickball and there was someone who always would kick the ball really great and to kick it all over someone's head. They can run the bases and stuff like that. And then we say, they were, to, the, you know, when you were seven, six, seven years old, and you say, they were the greatest athlete I remember. And then, you you know, they get to high school and stuff like that. The person's on the couch all the time. Or someone in a assisted living facility, you know, some guy walks over and moves, you know, and, and everyone's 70, 80 years old, and you need someone to move the TV in the, um, group room and some young guy walks over and moves the TV and they'll talk about how strong he is or uh, the person in high school who uh, was really good in chemistry class and you thought this person's such a genius they're going to like cure something and all of a sudden you know they're the, they're the guy that uh, they're a meter reader or something like that in your town it's the way we judge people is new, normally against the people that they're surrounded by and you get that in bars a lot. So you're going to say, "Oh, this person's such a gentleman." Yeah, well, check out the other gentlemen around there. They're not going to don't. They're not going to be fit for going to Windsor Castle right away. They, these aren't the you know that's not the uh, the bell of the ball thing. When you see, I told this story the other day about the girl getting showing a picture to her uh, uh, her aunt and her aunt's friend, and they said, "Hell." Oh, uh, beautiful, she was going to be, and they're surrounded by seventy, eighty-year-old ladies and stuff like that. And is a fourteen-year-old girl, and they say, "Oh, you're so gorgeous," and stuff like that. I'm not saying the girl was a bridge troll, but I'm not saying she was a beauty queen either. So be real careful how you judge people in, in different groups, especially down here when you're shut uh, down here, down here, down wherever you are. You shut your judgment on what uh, a good. Um, we had a, I had a discussion with. A friend of mine, who uh, they believe in uh, preserving your chastity, like a a fine old jewel that's held in your family for years, and then one day when you get married, you're offering it up to your spouse as a keepsake. And this is something that's going to value. They're going to appreciate it and stuff like that. Well, let me tell you something. Tell you, I'm not, I'm not going to go in on how, my, how experienced I am. But there's people that are good at intimacy. And there's people that are awkward in intimacy. And there's some people that are downright bad. There's people that get all upset before it happens. All different issues people have in their whole life with intimacy and to go and save that and without sampling it's as if you're going to be deciding to pick your favorite meal whatever having tasting it so they're going to give you like you're going to have your choice let's say if you're a moderate person let's say you have 10 choices of meals And you're going to be able to pick one meal that you're going to have to eat the rest of your life. Would you pick that one meal without tasting the other nine? I think not. So this case, I don't know what they're suggesting. I think their idea is that when God is present in the marriage or Jesus or whatever, stuff like that. First of all, that's a threesome. Okay. But, um that it's going to make it beautiful. Well, how do you know? How do you know if you end up with someone who's a dud? Someone has an issue. A girl could be unresponsive. The guy could be one of the He could be a premature ejaculator or underinflated, underendowed, or all sorts of things. There's all sorts of talent. And we could tell from that previous thing, what I told you about Pat Robertson, there's a not a lot of other choices they're going to give you with how the pleasure of the other person. If they don't believe that um, sex is that important, or pleasure with sex. Sex is only important to certain groups of people when it comes to procreation. Not necessarily in the health or the physical health of the marriage. You're really going to have to, uh, you're rolling the dice right there. It's really like it's real. It's a real long shot picking that person. Yeah, the chances there may be an all right chance that it's going to be all right. But how many times do you I mean, how many times do you go and play? uh, You know, go up to you go up and play a game of baseball and you go up against a pitcher and you swing a bat. Did you swing at anything before you went and stepped out the bat? Did you practice at all? Did you try to hit a couple balls out there? Are you going to go up and hit a home run your first try? And, you know, that's it. That is all you're going to have the rest of your life. And I understand that taking away that choice, saying, hey, um, till death do us part, holding on to each other, unto each other. And here I am a wedding officiant. I'm a wedding official. but I'm not a big believer in that first person that you meet is the person you're going to be with the rest of your life without trying anything else. I mean, good luck going to a Baskin Robbins. Do they still have them anymore? Do you say, I mean, I have the, I have a favorite ice cream I like. The other day when we were down in Marathon, we were coming up, I was fully intended to get chocolate on the way back. I was with, you know the family and I'm coming back and, you know, because of social distancing, I went in by myself to order uh, with my daughter and, we're spaced out and we're getting ice cream for uh, the wife and she wanted a coffee one and they mentioned a uh, espresso chip one. I bought that for her and then I realized, that sounds good for me. Why don't I try it? Wouldn't that be nice to have an option in life? I mean, What kind of gift are you giving someone if you're crappy at sex? You're holding it. You don't know. And how are you going to blossom? If there's, you're with a person that doesn't interact when there's no physical connectivity. There's no excitement. There's no passion. There's no, it just doesn't go together. Not every lock, key fits every lock. Uh, It just doesn't work that way all the time. So what are you going to do when it doesn't? And, and it can make you believe that. Well, I'm just not good at it. Obviously, because my husband doesn't have a good time, or the husband may say, I'm, "Obviously, I'm not good at it because my my wife is uh, not responsive." That's not necessarily the case. There could be someone else that's responsive to you. So, I think there's a whole lot of people out there doing it. And I don't think there. I um, mean, there's ways you could probably get into it. You know, get better at what you do, but you know part, that's part of the relationship if that's not important to you and that's not going to be the part of it good luck with that but that was when that person said that and I just thought you know I would never want to go in there cold unpracticed not having tasted any other flavor so we're going to move on now to mask et- etiquette you know Once again, this reminder, you're wearing masks not for yourself, but for other people, because you may be asymptomatic. Last year at this time, a lot of people, and I'm not saying the people that don't wear masks probably weren't concerned about this either, but there were a lot of people who were concerned at this time about straws killing sea turtles. And it was a big movement to remove those. People were talking about getting rid of, turtle, um, getting rid of turtles, <laughs> getting rid of straws and replacing them with paper straws, biodegradable ones, things made of pasta and stuff like that. And there were people bitching and go, oh, why can't I get my straw? I like to drink out of my straw. Fuck those sea turtles, right? Well, now those people are having a problem with their mask. And they go showing up. Now, think of this. You're working at a pizzeria, right, or any other place, but you get people to come in and they got to see you're working a cash register and you're dealing with someone and every so often there's someone go, I don't want to wear a mask. It's against, it's my body, my choice. It's not, the mask isn't for protecting you, it's for protecting other people and you're disrespecting the other person. While it's all phony, it's a fax, it's a hoax bullshit okay well think about this just okay first the logic for people that believe in logic and science if you do believe that there is a the coronavirus a covid19 out there and it's you could spread the infection uh, you could be asymptomatic. That means you don't show any symptoms, and you could be carrying the virus. And just breathing could pass it on to someone else. So that's a consideration you're supposed to show someone else. Now, here's the math with that. Now you think, well, what are the chances of me doing that? Well, they see a lot more people. You may deal with people up close, five, seven, nine, eleven 11 people. In a day, maybe 20. Now, if you're saying business, obviously, if you're in a business, high contact would be higher. But most people, they don't come in that close to contact. But people working in retail and things like that, they come into contact with a lot more people. And it raises the likelihood they come in contact with someone that's asymptomatic. Why should that person put in a trust that you're clean and unaffected? Your belief is fucked up that it's a hoax because you know what people are dying I'm going to tell you that and I'll give you this hypothetical imagine if you're taken on an ambulance and let's say it's a special ambulance there's a cross on the side but it's it's a crucifix not the red cross and you've been picked up by the emergency Jesus squad and you have had a serious injury Let's say you were messing around on a bicycle and you were hit by, let's say, a truck carrying parts to a lab. Science parts. Okay. Let's say scientific instruments. There you go. That would be kind of karmic a karmic thing that here you are, don't believe in this stuff, and you were hit by a truck carrying that. That's what happened. And you're really banged up. You're picked up by the Jesus Squad. And instead of taking you to a a trauma center, they take you to a prayer center. Because you know what? They believe in the power of prayer. And it doesn't matter what you believe in. That's not the concern. Because they're doing what they believe is the right thing to do. They're going to ignore science and medicine. And they're going to take you to prayer center and they're going to pray over you and they see how well you do. Well, good fucking luck on that. And that's what you're doing with your bullshit hoax. You know, the same thing when they come out with a vaccine, you're going to say, you know, the um, I know, I know there's videos out there and all this stuff, but um, you know, videos are like assholes. Everyone has one. And the scientific community, just like with, climate change 97 percent there's going to be a couple people that disagree but predominantly most people in the science community agree so uh, why don't you just do uh, do us a favor just believe just and if you went into a synagogue just because you don't believe in their faith you still sometimes you'd put on a a can in order, to show respect for the other people. Show respect for the people that you're going to see. Put on a fucking mask. And don't and if you cause a disturbance and stuff like that, you deserve to go to fucking jail. You're an, you're an asshole. Okay. And if you're listening to this, you shouldn't be listening to this show if you don't believe in science. Because I believe in science. And you don't have to because there's over a million podcasts over there right now. I mean, in the next week or so, I think there's going to be a million podcasts on um, iTunes. You'll be able to find one that has uh, all the bullshit you believe in. You know, the flat earth. uh, The Russians are our friends. Uh, There's no such thing as global warming. Uh, Aliens are tracking us right now. The virus is a hoax. You got all this stuff. All this stuff. You got to go and find that group and stick with it because you're not going to listen to me anyway. Um, so after the, uh, I have came to the notion here, after the pandemic, I was I was thinking maybe that John Taffer could do a new bar rescue show. And uh, they can have so many extra bars because they're going to be closed. How, how do we open with 25%? How do John Taffer, how do we open up if we only have 25 uh, percent of our people? Well, then we'll start introducing $20 cocktails. There you go, specialty cocktail. You'll only need to make 50 of these. You know, 50 of these will take care of you in a night. Maybe, maybe a hundred of them, and you know, sell them at $20 a pop. There you go. You know, you got your overhead. And then you can bring on, like, an epidemiologist and they can show them about wearing PPE when you go there. Oh, this is, um, and instead of just worrying about uh, the workers drinking during a job or taking drugs or not properly handing the food, you could talk about how they wear their mask correctly, how they properly greet someone, how they handle someone who doesn't agree with wearing mask, and you can have like different owners come in, they flaunt and social distancing, sitting on people's laps and all that stuff, coughing all over the fucking condiments. I think it would be an awesome show. So um, I'm going to give that, I'm going to, I mentioned it right now. We have it, it's, since it's being podcasted right now, I think that that will be, a, I think I have a right to it. So for now, we're going to close up. We're going to do a couple shows this week. I'm going to have uh, Lee Sharp and Papa Joe coming. We're doing uh, two shows tomorrow, Um, uh, a show Wednesday and a show Thursday. And uh, we're going to be looking out for the city. Okay, so I'm going to make sure that Ketchikan, Alaska. uh, We're done with that one over in northern Europe who didn't respond. But Tijuana, you're still in a running, in a Hong Kong gentleman's room. Uh, we do have a place in Key Largo, the Lover's Boutique, which I think I would, I should have saved the list of, but I probably come on a list, list of other sexual terms I could put in there for um, the Lover's Boutique if they're listening. Uh, and they may keep us from coming to their place after they heard all the different uh, references. And if you have a favorite reference you like, uh, mine was the Mongolian Slurpee. And uh, but uh, and six nine one one, quick dial six nine one one. Well, my name's Jim, the Keys bartender. I'd like to thank you, listen. Uh, again for listening uh, say hi to people in Ketchikan, Alaska I'd like to say thanks to the people in uh, let's see who's been listening Israel Romania the Russian Federation uh, Ukraine Lithuania oh, so you know what there's Eastern Europeans Poland of course Poland we got a new city in Poland uh, Krasny and what was the other town I forgot the other town Oh wait, here I got it right here. Let's remember. Sorry, guys, I don't want to screw this up. Crosney, where's that town? Oh, uh, I'm so sorry that I forgot the town, but it's near Zheshov. And uh, I do appreciate that you're listening. And we will be back later on this week. Till then, take goodbye. Um, I'm going to send that send us out with. Uh, if you do um, go into a place and they ask you to wear a mask, wear a mask. Because if you don't, you are. You're an asshole. <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> That's right, Tina. Thank you very much. And Jim the keys bartender is signing off. Have a great day. Bye.